The following program is sponsored by Bell & Pollock PC. Welcome to Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. Attorneys Gary Bell and Brad Pollock are ready to work for you. Reach Gary, Brad, and their team at championsofthepeople.com or by calling 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900. Good morning, Colorado. Here we go. Y'all ready for this? The Bell and Pollock Legal Show. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock, we are injury attorneys, and this show is the Champions of the People Injury Show. You know our website is called championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. All of our six books are there. They're free. You can download any of our books on injury subjects. We have a lot of books there. We have one, the most recent one, The Definitive Guideline on Colorado Car Insurance. That's a must-have. We have a book on legal game plan. Everybody needs to have a legal game plan when you've been injured, when you go to court, when you have a legal matter anyway. It doesn't matter the type of legal matter. But since we are injury attorneys, we wrote our book, Legal Game Plan, and Trademark protected that concept. And we put over 30 years of our experience into that book. And if you come to see us, if you've been injured, we can give you a free initial consultation and a free legal game plan. You know, what is a legal game plan? It's basically a strategy because the insurance companies for the at-fault party, the one who hits you, it has their own strategies. Believe me, they have strategies about doctors, strategies about how the accident happened, strategies about your medical condition. What do you have? Who do you have? Legal game plan. Another one of our books is Hit and Run, called Cowards of the Street, Hit and Run. That's essential if you've been involved in a hit and run. Also, we have a book called Don't Get Hurt in the Same Accident Twice, Once, in the accident and again on the insurance claim. Think about that. Once in the accident, getting hurt and getting hurt again on the insurance claim. So if you read our book, if you come in for a free initial consultation, we give you the information, the knowledge you need to navigate this insurance maze once you've been injured. Today's subject is talking about injuries and finding insurance. How does it really work? You know, when you've been injured, uh, you really want to just get better. You want it to all go away. Sometimes it just doesn't go away. Sometimes part of it goes away and part of it lingers. Part of it is a residual. So you got to find insurance. And so uh, the, the, the important part of this matter is to get the insurance to pay you legitimate compensation, fair compensation. Uh, you know, Brad, we talk about this in our law firm all the time. You have to find insurance because sometimes you just can't take it at face value. They say, uh, you know, they try to fight it. And we're going to cover that. But sometimes they say this is the only insurance policy we have. This is a very difficult process that you have to be ready to deal with when you get involved in these kind of cases. Uh, the reason is because a lot of times it, what you'd rather do is start a lawsuit to be able to find insurance. And once you start the lawsuit, they're supposed to tell you all the insurance, but a lot of times they don't. And when I say the, the defendants, the insurance company, the lawyers working for the insurance company, a lot of times it takes taking a deposition and learning about the defendant's the at-fault party's life, figuring out what they're all about, who are they, what they do, what kind of cars they have, how many cars they have, um, whether they use them commercially, whether they don't use them commercially, were they on the job, were they um, returning from a job, a delivery, uh, what, what were they doing in their life, and also, uh, do you have multiple cars, who do you live with, Is there are there other people who might have coverage in the household that extends to you, uh, do you have other avenues of recovery? Uh, unfortunately, a lot of times if you don't start a lawsuit and you settle a case before the lawsuit happens, and I'm not advocating every case should go to a lawsuit, obviously they shouldn't, 
But if you haven't started a lawsuit, and for those of you who are wondering, what do you mean by starting a lawsuit? I mean, filing a summons and complaint and serving the defendant with a complaint. Unfortunately, a lot of times what you end up doing is, and the only thing you can do is take the insurance company's word for it. Uh, so you send to them, what are the policy limits? We've talked about this before, Gary. At first is, hey, we're not going to tell you policy limits. We're not going to tell you policy limits. We don't want to tell you. Then you send them a thing saying, well, my client's got 50000 or $100,000 in medical bills, is going to need another fifty to 100000 or or 150000 That's two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand. 250000 We want to recover under the policy. And they write back and they say, our client has, our insured has a $25,000 policy. That's it. That's it. And we'll give you the policy limits. Well, now you're kind of stuck because you have no real opportunity to explore whether or not there should be something more as far as getting that information from the person who caused the crash. Right. And, and so you have to engage in some aggressive efforts at the beginning. We try to avoid lawsuits. But so let's just talk black letter law. That's attorney talk. Black letter law. What is the law? It's exactly backwards in our opinion. But so the law says in Colorado and most states that you cannot discover, quote, discover formally the insurance coverage that the outfall party had to cover himself and pay you. You can't find that out. You can't, quote, discover, end quote it. End quote. You can't discover it until you file a lawsuit. Then you can compel them under oath to tell you all the insurance policies and all the insurance coverages. Uh, so it should be the other way. You should be able to have automatic disclosure and mandatory disclosure, full disclosure of insurance before you file a lawsuit. So we try to avoid filing lawsuits in our law firm. So how do we do it? And so you're the injured party, and the other person has hit you. And in Brad's example, they said, we only have a $25,000 liability policy. That's all we have to pay you. And, of course, your damages, injuries, and losses are much more than that. Medical bills are higher than that. Your pain and suffering is going to be higher than that. Your physical injuries are going to be higher than that. And so there's ways to do it. But uh, you have to understand, you got to go find the insurance. You can't sometimes just take it at face value from the insurance company. Well, so what? This is all the insurance we have. We're going to tender it. And, and there's ways to do it, but it makes the struggle a little bit harder. But you can win this war. You can win this war. It is a war. You can call us anytime at 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. Our website, championsofthepeople.com. You can email us there as well. So, you know, Brad, let's talk about um, sometimes the insurance company for the outfall party, the one who hits you and injured the victim, sometimes they have a reservation of rights. Sometimes they don't tell you all the policies. Sometimes they don't tell you about umbrella policies. Right. And and that's where the problem comes in is uh, it, you, you, when you settle the case and you realize, well, they only have 25000 or $50,000 of coverage, your, your first thing is you've got to go back to the to the adjuster and say, okay, give me a certified copy of the of the of the insurance policy with the deck page. That's the first thing you want. You have to get that certified copy, and then you, the deck page is going to tell you how much insurance they have with that particular insurance policy. That doesn't mean that's all the insurance. So then your next thing is you need to talk to the adjuster and tell the adjuster, have you looked for additional coverage? Um, did you look for an umbrella policy? Did you look for uh, other people in the household? Did you look to see what the person was doing at the time of the crash? Sometimes when you're at that point, you can get the adjuster. Sometimes they're going to be cooperative. They're going to say, okay, we'll give you the, the statement we've got, and we'll let you see what they said, and we'll let you understand what, what they were doing. Other times they're not. 
You're trying to find out, is there somebody else that was in the car that might have been responsible for the crash for more coverage? Because that's what you're looking for is more coverage. Now, all this being said to everybody out there, the way you do this is refer back or or the way you, you protect yourself to the maximum is refer back to a couple of shows ago. And you can get these. We get we have them downloaded. You go back to a couple of shows ago and listen to how you can rewrite your policy or the other guy's policy, because we tell you how you can rewrite the other person's policy to have protection. But today we're talking about trying to find that insurance, and you're 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 handcuffed if in fact you don't get a chance to get into litigation because now you're handcuffed to just believing that the other side is going to do the research and they're going to do the work necessary to do to to get you all the information right you have to get aggressive because uh, and you can win the war before you file a lawsuit you don't have to file a lawsuit it just makes it easier and once they f- force you to file a lawsuit I mean, if they're eventually never, ever going to tell you and you can't find out what the insurance policy limits are, you, you're forced to. And then, as I said before on the radio before, you're forced to file a lawsuit. They won't tell you the insurance, so you file the lawsuit not only to recover for your injuries, but you file the lawsuit to get the insurance coverages and the policies, and then they call you greedy. And then they call your attorneys greedy. When they won't even give you the information to begin with, and this happens time over time after time after time, Period. Many of these lawsuits are caused by that very thing. That's exactly what um, what happens. Now, now when you get the insurance, and one of my one of my favorite was not really my favorite. I'm being facetious. Responses from these adjusters, Brad, is when you call them up and you say, <clears throat> "Excuse me, how many how much insurance is there on this case? How much insurance is on this accident?" And they say to you, "Well, don't worry about it. There's enough insurance to cover your your client's injuries." And I say to them. What are my client's injuries? We haven't given you any medical records. And they say, I don't know. And I say, well, if you don't know, then how do you know there's enough insurance to cover injuries? You don't even know what they are. And that creates the problem. Well, th- this goes back to uh, a lot of times when I get very upset with some of the some of the attorney advertising I see. And they talk about what's your case worth. And I'm going to tell you what your case is worth in, in one meeting. And we're going to talk about how the value of your case. And we're going to talk about how much money is recovered. And you don't know, a lot of times you don't know what your client's injuries are until you're well into treatment. You can't know what your client's injuries are until you're well into treatment. The client comes in and says, I, heard, I was in a crash and I, and I got thrown around in my car and it slammed me forward and it slammed me backwards. I got hit at 30 miles an hour from the rear end. And you're saying, well, how are you feeling? And they say, well, I feel pretty good except my back's starting to hurt my lower back. And you've got to get them into the doctors to find out, is this nothing more than a lower back injury, a small lower back injury that's, that's solved with, with, with some kind of uh, physical, physical manipulation, or is it going to require surgery? You don't know. Right. So it's very serious. And so, you know, and, and a lot of people ask us when they come to our law firm for a free initial consultation and a free legal game plan, you know, and they ask us, what is our case worth? And what we usually say is it's going to sound, sound kind of stupid to you and dumb to you, but we don't know yet. That's the truth. We don't know yet. That's what good lawyers do. We don't know yet. But we will know. Once you once you treat, we will see your medical records. We will be able to tell you. But when you come in, we have a general idea of what happened in the accident, and we're willing to help you. And we give you that legal game plan for you, for you, to benefit you. You can call us anytime at 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. Bell and Pollock. Offices in Greenwood Village, Denver, Steamboat Springs. We do cases all over the state of Colorado, and we have for years. You can put our experience to work for you. We, we're, we're glad to do it. 
Bell and Pollock. Now, next up, we've got the uh, why, why is it important to have insurance coverage? Why is that important? We got a break and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We do only injury cases, have for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the people. Bell & Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you. Hi, it's Mandy for my friends at Bell and Pollock. I know these guys, they're real. They genuinely care about their clients and I endorse them because they do business like my dad did. If you've been injured in an accident, call them 303-795-5900. We're back with Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. For over three decades, the personal injury attorneys at Bell and Pollock have provided compassionate, personalized legal service. Put their experience to work for you. Go to championsofthepeople.com or call 303-795-5900. Good morning. Welcome back. Fasten your seatbelt. It's the Bell and Pollock Show, the Champions of the People Injury Show, our website, championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. All of the information is there. It's an information-loaded website. All of our podcasts are there. We have videos there. We have a button you can hit to listen to the Youth Concussion Statute if you're interested. We have a button you can hit to see what you need to know before you make the first phone call to an adjuster after an accident or before they make the first phone call to you. What do you need to know? You better know what you're doing. You can call us anytime at 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. And we'll be glad to give you a legal uh, game plan. If you come in, it's free uh, and a free initial consultation. And we don't just spend 10 minutes with you. You meet with a licensed attorney. Sometimes we spend 30, 45 minutes, an hour and a half. This week I spent over two hours with somebody just to make sure they understand what they need to do and what their rights are, just to make sure. And at the end of the conference, I said, now, do you understand this? Do you have any questions? That's all free. That's what we do for you. Today we're talking about finding insurance. That is very, very important. You have an accident. First thing you're going to do is try to take care of yourself. The first thing you're going to do is either go to the emergency room or your doctor and follow instructions and become a compliant patient, and you're going to follow instructions and treat. You need somebody worrying about how much insurance money there is where it is. They don't always tell you. Listen to that. They don't always volunteer the amount of insurance to you. You know, if you've ever talked to the adjuster for an outfall party, and Brad and I do it all the time, we ask the question, what are your, what are your insureds, meaning the person who hits you, what, what are your insureds policy limits? No, we don't have to tell you that. Or we're not allowed to tell you that. No, we don't have permission to tell you that. None of that's true. They just don't want to tell you. They're not going to tell you. And then right before the break, we cover an example where uh, Brad and I call them up and they say, well, we have enough insurance. Don't worry about it. We have enough insurance to cover your client's injuries. And they don't even know what your injuries are. So you must go find the insurance. You must find the insurance, and so there's ways to do it. You can get an, an affidavit of insurance or an affidavit of non-insurance. Let's talk a little bit about umbrella policies and how jealous they are and how they protect those policies. And many, many times they have a separate set of attorneys for the umbrella policy than they have for the person who hits you. All right. Now, now we go to a new seg- segment that we have to deal with, and that's umbrella policies. Normally an umbrella policy is not going to kick in 
unless the insured has uh, somewhere around two two fifty in, in insurance, maybe one fifty. If the insured is carrying twenty five thousand, you can usually determine there's not going to be an umbrella policy. Uh, but as Gary has said, and I've said, and we've been saying, sometimes the insurance adjuster, for some strange, odd reason, won't tell you how much insurance there is. So you don't know if they have two fifty. You don't know if they have twenty five. You don't know if they have an umbrella policy. And then all of a sudden, you, you as you're going through, you find an umbrella policy. Or you find a policy and you say, this is large enough that this person might have gotten an, an umbrella policy. Umbrella policies are very important. They're relatively inexpensive once you've hit, let's say, the $250,000 threshold of, of insurance on your own policy. So they're, they're very important to get because they, they, they give a, a blanket coverage of, let's say, another million dollars of coverage to any injuries you might cause to another person. So if you're the injured person, the, uh, the, there might be uh, a blanket coverage of a million dollars of any kind of uh, injury that that person has caused you. But you've got to find the umbrella policy. And don't think for a minute that they're just going to jump up and go, oh, we have this umbrella policy. Why? I don't know. Because once again, the, what's the whole reason that the at-fault party went out and bought the policy? The at-fault party went out and bought that policy so it's available if they hurt somebody. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I'd be a little facetious when I say I don't know. I can tell you why they don't tell you. It's because the insurance companies don't want you to know. And a lot of times the adjusters and the lawyers on the other side um, are, are more favorable and are, are very concerned about protecting their insurance companies. And they don't want to have to pay the money to injured people. But an umbrella policy is a policy you get that covers all, all, uh, all sorts of activities and, and, and negligent acts that you may, you may cause uh, or that result in the injury to somebody else. It's there for, um, like I said, normally I think the minimum I've ever seen is a million dollars. It can be as high as two million. It can be as high as five million. It can be as high as ten million. It's a lot of times written by a different company. So if your regular policy is written by Farmers Insurance Company or by Progressive or Geico or something like that, the umbrella policy may be written by a completely different company that you've never heard of. And you've got to get through all of the, the, the game playing that you get from the adjusters to find out if the umbrella policy is there. Right. And umbrella policies are important, but they're not going to volunteer them to you. So let's say you're injured in a car crash. You call them up and they say, OK, our insured has enough insurance, but they won't tell you. So you need to go through the, uh, the, the, the steps. You need to get an affidavit of non-insurance. Uh, there's, there, we can't cover all the ways that we use in our law firm to discover and find out about the insurance. The point is... You have to have attorneys that know what to do and attorneys that actually go do it. You can call us anytime at 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. Our website, championsofthepeople.com. We do cases all over the state of Colorado. Accident cases, injury cases, truck cases, motorcycle cases, bicycle cases, workers' compensation cases. If you've been injured on the job, we can help you do that as well. We give you a free legal game plan and a free initial consultation. 303-795-5900. We also have many books written about these very same subjects. You can find them on our uh, website, championsofthepeople.com. Now, um, umbrella insurance, Brad just said, sometimes they have their own attorneys. Sometimes they have a different company. Uh, you, the liability company to pay you for your injuries might be GEICO. But there might be an umbrella policy issued by a national company. Uh, maybe one in Philadelphia, maybe one in Chicago, maybe one in New York, maybe one in London. They have a whole set of attorneys. 
let's show you how this works a little bit. The, the liability company hires their own attorneys to fight you. The liability company for representing the person who injured you. That's the set of attorneys. And then the, and the umbrella policy sometimes, not always, hires their own attorneys to represent that policy because they don't want to pay. And, and they're going to fight it. And what they do is they make the liability company hire the attorneys to try to beat you, pay for the attorneys to try to beat you, and the umbrella policy doesn't pay for that. They say if if you have any tr- trouble later, if there's a verdict uh, in excess of your coverage, if there's going to be a settlement in excess of your, your, your coverage, then call us. And they try to stay out of the picture, and they try to not have their um, their policy disclosed. But let's talk about how these multiple policies work. Let's say you're sitting at a stoplight uh, in your car doing nothing uh, wrong, and, you, and you're and you rear-ended. Boom, you get hit from behind. And then the car behind the one that hits you from behind, they get hit, and, and they hit that car and then knock it into you again. So you've been hit twice. And so there's two different cars involved in the uh, situation. The person who hits you the first time has a liability insurance policy. The person that hit the second time, uh, they cause a chain reaction and hits you again, has a liability policy. And both of those policies usually say, we don't want to pay. The, or, they, or they say the other person's policy is the primary policy. We're not going to pay. Right. They're going to, they're going to start out with uh, saying, hey, we don't have the coverage. Uh, somebody else did. Somebody else caused the problem. And the next thing you're going to do that you have to be ready for is they're going to start saying, well, um, even if we did cause some injury, uh, we're not primary. The, the, the other policy is primary, and they're going to try and blame each other. Uh, you have to be able to weed through this, and the, the best way you can weed through it is go get an attorney. Now, don't, don't, don't try and weed through it yourself because these are seasoned adjusters. Now you've got two of them. These adjusters only care about their own company. They don't care about anybody else, and so they're protecting their own company. And when they're protecting their own company, they're making sure that their own company is not going to have to pay money or is going to pay as little as possible. So you've just had two people that are responsible for the crash. Now, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to find that car number one, that's the first car that hits you, is going to try to try to say that you weren't hurt from their crash, that it's the second car in the chain reaction car that caused all your injuries. Of course, car number two is going to say the first car caused all your injuries and that the damage was already done. Uh, at that point, uh, you know, insurance companies all of a sudden turn two-faced because then they'll start saying, well, in light of the fact that it was seconds apart doesn't mean much in the fi- light of the fact that obviously you weren't showing a lot of pain after the first one because you didn't have time before the second one hits you. That doesn't mean anything. We, we have to look at the amount of impact and we have to look at the fact you got hit and we have to blame everything on the first car. Uh, so that's the first thing they're going to do with their policies is that before they even start talking about the competing language in the policies, they're going to start talking about who caused your injuries and what what was the significance of each impact. Right. So they try to fight you on liability and damages, meaning car number one, they car they say they caused all your injuries, all your damages and losses. Car number two, that hit car number one who hit you, they say, no, no, it was the other person's uh, car that caused all the injuries and damages and losses. And now we're, we're not even to the language in the policy as to who's excess or primary or secondary. First, there's the fight on who caused the injuries. Then there's the fight on what the policy language says. Then there's that fight. If you want to call us anytime you can, 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. Our website, championsofthepeople.com. 
Uh, we'll be glad to uh, give you a free legal game plan, and we'll be glad to give you a free initial consultation. And it's substantive. It's significant. It's not just come and go. It's very, very important and very significant. Uh, next up after the break is we're going to be talking about, we're going to give you an example of uh, finding insurance, and we're going to be talking about uh, rental cars. We're going to give you a rental car example. Uh, you're not going to believe. Uh, it'll, it'll explain everything to you. When you drill down to the language of the policies, when you drill down to see what is really primary and what is secondary, when you drill down to your protection and, and what's going to happen, uh, then we'll, we'll break that down for you. You can get our, uh, any of our books free at our website, championsofthepeople.com. Uh, all of our six books are there. We have one book called Don't Get Hurt in the Same Accident Twice. Uh, once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. We have a book on hit and run. We have a book on motorcycle accidents. We have a book on uh, Colorado car insurance. We have a book on workers' compensation. We're here for you. Wait for the the example on the rental car. I think it's going to explain a lot to you. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people. We'll be right back. Back with Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. For over three decades, the personal injury attorneys at Bell and Pollock have provided compassionate, personalized legal service. Put their experience to work for you. Go to championsofthepeople.com or call 303-795-5900. Here we go. Welcome back. Fasten your seatbelt. The Bell and Pollock Legal Show. This is a Champions of the People Injury Show. Our website, championsofthepeople.com. It's an information-loaded website, and I mean it. We have a lot of all of our podcasts there. We have a lot of information for you. You can put our experience to work for you. You get a free initial consultation if you've been injured, and you get a free legal game plan. You need a strategy to beat the insurance company or companies that are going to try to beat you, period. And if you do, and if you listen and if you practice, and if you know your rights, you can win the war. Simple as that, period. Today we're talking about how do you find insurance. It's so important. You don't want to just make a claim, assume that they represented there's $50,000 of insurance, your damages and losses are higher than that, but they say that's all the insurance, so I guess I'm going to take that. No, you have to find the insurance. Many ways to do it. One of the basic ways is an, is an affidavit of insurance and an affidavit of non-insurance, where you materially rely upon the written representations of the insurance company and the insured, the person who hits you, that this is all the insurance there is. And if that's not true, if it turns out not to be true, then that's absolute, blatant, patent fraud. And you have a different cause of action. So that's one way that you can do it. Now, we were talking about the rental car example right before the uh, last break. You go down to get a rental car. And so let's say you sign up for their insurance, right? Isn't that kind of confusing anyway? You get a rental car. Do you want this waiver, this waiver? Do you want a waiver? Do you want coverage? What does that mean? If you sign up for the insurance and there's an accident, all right, then that's where they get into the policy language and the Colorado law. And Brad, let's talk a little bit about this because you can have multiple policies. Uh, and then they both say we're not the primary. The other, per- other policy is the primary. And so you got to go get it from the other person. And that other person's insurance policy, company's insurance policy says the same thing. Both policies say we're not primary. Both policies say we're secondary. Both policies say go get it from the other one. Right. Words of advice. Number one, if you're going to be getting a rental car, call your own insurance company. Determine if your rental car is covered. It, wh- whatever they tell you, you confirm in writing. 
send it back to your agent and say, this is what you told me about the rental car I'm about to get. I told you about the rental car. Number two, if you've been hurt by somebody who's driving a rental car, the first thing you do is you require, you require the rental company to provide you with a copy of all documents that were signed or that were, that, that were filled out, that were used in allowing that rental. So you can determine if there's additional coverage. Because you're not going to, you're not going to take anybody's word for it. You're not going to just assume, oh, they did or they didn't. You're going to get that information. You need it. You must have it. Don't let them steer you off it. Don't let them say, well, there's no coverage and just walk away. Okay, now, let's say you find out that there's two coverages. You've got the rental car coverage and you've got the person's own insurance policy coverage. Now you've got questions that are going to arise between what happens with the, with, with what we call two competing policies. And, and the first thing you need to do is you need to get to the language of the policy. So once again, before you even make any kind of offer, before you can determine which case is worth, because remember, your case is not only worth what your injuries, damages, and losses are, but your case is worth what's available to pay you. So now you have to go look and find out what is out there, and you've got to find out whether or not this coverage is 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 going to be exclusive, whether or not it's going to be joinder, whether it's going to be primary, whether it's going to be secondary, whether it's going to be pro rata. You just don't know until you get the policies. And so you need to make a demand for the policies, get the entire policies. Then most of these policies will have a, quote, other insurance, close quote, uh, section that you want to look at the other, that section, you want to look and find out what it has to say. Right. And so let's assume you got the rental car. Let's assume there's competing policies. One insurance company policy says we're not we're not primary. We're only secondary. We're only excess. Go collect from the other insurance company. That other insurance company, number two, says we're not primary. Uh, we're only secondary. We're not you got it. We're only excess coverage. Go collect it from insurance company number one. And neither one of them are going to pay. And so that that situation exists many times in the state of Colorado. The law has now changed. The law has changed. But before you can figure out what your case is worth, as Brad just said, part of that consideration is how much insurance coverage is available. Today's show is finding insurance. You can see now how important this is, how complicated it is, but you can win this war. So back to, back to the example. So you've got the, the two competing policies. They both say they're not primary. So the Colorado Supreme Court and the Colorado statute now says uh, they can't say that. If And, and the language says that if they're mutually repugnant, if they're mutually repugnant, because one insurance company says we're not primary, the other one says the same thing, we're not primary. So they're mutually repugnant. So both of them have to cover equally pro rata dollar for dollar, dollar for dollar. So now that's the law, but you got to be able to fight it and aggressively pursue it to make it happen. And then you get an example, say insurance company number one only has $25,000 of coverage to pay you, and insurance company number two has $100,000. So they both have to pay dollar for dollar up to the twenty-five grand. Then insurance company number one is out of the picture. They've paid their policy, and then insurance company number two starts paying uh, their dollars past $25,000. That's just one tip of the iceberg. Let's talk, about, let's talk about drivers and passengers, Brad, because sometimes you, let's have one driver, one passenger. The, you know, can the passenger collect on the driver's policy, and how does that work? Because we're finding insurance today. Well, sure. The, the passenger is going to collect on the driver's policy. The first place the passenger is going to look is something we haven't talked a lot about today is you're going to look to the MedPay and you're going to find out there's MedPay. Now, I cannot believe how many people waive MedPay. Stop it. Don't waive MedPay. You need the MedPay. Please do not waive it. 
In fact, if you have the opportunity, get more med pay, not less. So if your agent says, well, there's $5,000 in med pay here, and you look and you say, well, uh, what if I wanted 10000 or 15000 or 20000 or 25000 Find out what the price is, and if you can at all afford it, get it. Uh, we go back to the same premise we've gone back to. And you, if you've been listening to these shows that we do, if you've been listening to any shows that Gary and I have been doing for the last 15 years on radio, that's right, we've been on the radio 15 years doing shows, trying to talk to people and educate them about their insurance. If you listen to these shows, you hear the same statement every time. Uh, for most of you, for 95%, 98% of you, the most dangerous thing you do every day is get in your car and drive down the road. That's where you have the most, you're the most susceptible to being injured and especially injured by another person. All the other places you have very little chance of being hurt. It's in your car. Now, you can say I have health insurance, but your health insurance normally has a deductible. Even if your health insurance doesn't have a deductible or if you've met it, you've got to meet it each year. And and if you don't have health insurance, for sure you need the MedPay. The MedPay is going to cover you, is going to pay for you without regard to fault for the first amounts that are there. It's mandatory at 5000 unless you waive it. Stop waiving it out there. You need that MedPay. So that's the first place we're going to find insurance. And the persons in your car are entitled to to that med pay. They're entitled to an amount of the med pay. So if you have three people in the car and you're in the car, that's four total, you've got med pay 5000 for each one of you. You can't find that kind of coverage anywhere else. You just can't find it. And, you know, think about it. I've got my wife in the car and I've got my, my two children in the car. I'm driving down the road. And if I if somebody comes through and crashes into me, do I have any money to begin with to pay for those medical bills? And, yeah, I can go searching through my health insurance. But the first thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to look and say, let my med pay pay it. And if you've got it at 10000 or 15000 now you've got it for each person in the car at that amount. It's an important aspect of your insurance coverage. So why wouldn't you buy as much MedPay as you can? Why wouldn't you buy as much UIM insurance as you can? We preach it all the time. Back to our example. You've got a driver and, let's say, two passengers. So Brad just told you the passengers can collect from the driver's car insurance company for their MedPay. Can those passengers, if they're adults or if they're of driving age and have their own insurance policy, can they collect the MedPay from that policy as well? Yes, you can. Now you're going to, But you must find this insurance. You must hunt for it. You can't just turn these cases around as an attorney like like a General Mills. You can't just do that. You must dig into the uh, details. You must actually care about what you're doing. So you got to find the insurance. And we just touched the t- tip of the iceberg on MedPay. Now let's, now let's talk about UIM. Let's say three people in the car and they're rear-ended by another uh, a truck. Right? So the truck has liability insurance. You've got you to find that. you got to find if there's an umbrella policy. You gotta you gotta search for it and hunt for it and fight for it and get it, and that's what if you come to see us at Bell and Pollock we do this. That's why we're preaching this. 303-795-5900. Our website championsofthepeople.com. Uh, you know we're gonna talk a little bit this morning about stacking, and some and sometimes that's relevant, sometimes it isn't. But in our example where you hit, all the people can apply for MedPay in the car. If the driver who hits you, who rear-ended you, and you got three people in the car that was rear-ended, if they don't have enough insurance, right, then you're going to go to the UIM. So, let, Brad, can the driver, can the driver 
go to their own UIM if there's not enough insurance. And can, while you're answering, what can the passengers go to the driver's UIM? Everybody's going to go to that UIM, and you're going to start going after the coverage from the UIM. And, and a lot of times, the passengers are going to look at least to their policy, their own UIM, in addition to the driver's UIM. But yes, you're going to look at the UIM of the driver. You're going to find out what the coverage is and, and what any restrictions might be within the policy. But you're entitled to UIM, underinsured motorist coverage, to be able to, to, to get that insurance, to get that care, to get some kind of coverage and, and, and some kind of um, ability to take care of the losses you've, in, you've encountered. So you're going to go to all that. You might even be looking at the driver, Gary. You know, people get upset about this. I don't want you getting too upset. But you might be looking at the driver if you're not a resident relative of the driver. You might be looking at the driver's liability policy as you're trying to find insurance. You might be looking to see if your driver had any 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 comparative negligence that you should be looking at the driver. Right. If you're a passenger, sometimes unfortunately you have to look at the driver for liability. But the point of today's show is you got to find the insurance, right? You have to find the insurance. One way is through stacking. Next up, we're going to talk about stacking. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com. We'll be right back. It is time for you to do the right thing if you get hurt, and that is stop trying to deal with insurance companies and all this other legal stuff while you're still trying to recover from an accident that might not even have been your fault. It's time to do a smart thing and call Bell and Pollock. You know, when I met Gary and Brad at Bell and Pollock, I went into their offices with their big champions of the people.com on the wall. And I thought to myself, okay, champions of the people, let's see what you got. Then I talked to them and the way they view the law and their role in society as lawyers is so much like the way my dad used to practice law that I, I was like, okay, I have to work with you guys. Gary and Brad have done a show for over a decade on KHA where they give out free legal advice. They've been given a ton of awards from the Colorado Supreme Court for their pro bono work. They do a lot of appointments that are not necessarily going to turn into business for them, but they're happy to answer questions for people who just need a little help. This is They, they view their, their role as fighting for the little guy, no matter what kind of help the little guy needs. So if you've been hurt in an accident or you've lost someone because of someone else's negligence, call Bell and Pollock, 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900 for the team at Bell and Pollock. You can also find them online at championsofthepeople.com. And please remember to tell them you heard about it from Mandy Connell. Honey, the kids are going nuts. Everybody's stir-crazy. And my patience is running thin. It's almost lunchtime. Why don't we go to Caitlin's? Their food is amazing. And they have those awesome baskets filled with fun to keep the kids pacified and entertained. Oh, that sounds perfect. What is it you like to get there again? Ooh, for starters, I love their green chili and chicken nachos. Then, I usually get most queso with the ground chuck patty, cheddar, and jack cheese. Diced onions, tomatoes, and green chilies between two warm flour tortillas. Served with the side of green or red chili. Yum! What about you? Well, I'm famished, so I think I'll get one of their 13 sandwiches. Hmm, maybe I'll get one of each. And I, and I love the way you can get their sandwiches made into wraps instead. Maybe one of their bacon green chili cheeseburgers. Burgers or their salads or honey, rain it in. Kids, we're going to Caitlin's. Caitlin's Restaurant at the corner of Mississippi and South Birch Street, just east of Colorado Boulevard in Glendale. Open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. and Saturday and Sunday, 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. Caitlin's Restaurant. You'll love it every bite of the way. 
Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We do only injury cases, have for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the people. Bell & Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you. We're back with Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. For over three decades, the personal injury attorneys at Bell and Pollock have provided compassionate, personalized legal service. Put their experience to work for you. Go to championsofthepeople.com or call 303-795-5900. Here we go. Fasten up your seatbelt. Welcome to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. This is the Champions of the People Injury Show. Why do we do this show? We try to give you the information and education you need to protect yourself. This is a war. You can win the war. You can't win the war by guessing. You can't just hope. You have to know what you're doing. You can call us anytime for a free initial consultation and a free legal game plan tailored to you, your accident, your injuries, your medical condition, your pre-existing conditions. You have to do that. If you don't do that, you're hoping, you're guessing. You're shooting an arrow in the dark. You don't know what's going to happen. And I'll tell you what, you're going to get beat. But you don't have to let it happen. 303-795-5900. I'm going to give you an example now. Think about this. You're in your car. Uh, You're hit. Let's say your family's in the car. Uh, Four people in this car, and you're hit uh, by a drunk driver, T-boned. The drunk driver has no insurance. None. Zero. What do you do? So let's say your family is fortunate enough. Let's say you had four cars in your family, three cars, two cars in your family. And you got UIM protection on those cars because you've been listening to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. You went out and called and got UIM. In the old days, and that wasn't so, so long ago, the insurance companies had po- language written in the policies, Brad, where it says it's called anti-stacking language. that say you cannot stack these policies. So let's say in this family... They had three cars in our example in the family. They have car insurance policy on car number one, car number two, and car number three. Can you stack those and add those up? Because this stupid drunk driver, this idiot, had no insurance. Yes, you can. Uh, what you're going to be doing is you're going to be going to the policies. Now, uh, let's let's start with the basis of when I say, yes, you can, you got to look at the policy. But the way we've talked about it, you've got four separate policies of which you are being charged a premium for the UIM on all four separate policies. Yes, you're going to be able to stack that. And so if they're $100,000 worth of policy each, you're going to stack it and have $400,000 worth of coverage. And and you're going to do it, period. And that's where you need an attorney. I don't know how many people out there, and it just it, it just bothers me a lot to think about how many people out there have probably left money on the table because they didn't know that that policy their wife carried or that policy their husband carried or that policy that that their their in-law carried that was living in the household or that their child carried even or that they they had on their child had an extra amount of UIM coverage that was not that was for which a separate premium was being paid that would have provided stacked insurance coverage for the injured person and they just lost it they didn't get it they didn't make the claim they didn't know they had no idea and instead, what they did is they just proceeded in the one policy, 
they had an agent who wasn't helping them, and they had an adjuster who, who for sure is never going to help you. And what, what happened is you ended up without your money. Right, and so we got car number one in the family, car number two, and car number three. Uh, you got your whole family in the in, in your in car number four. Okay, that's the one you're driving. You have three other cars at home, or you can say two others, or just one other. But in our example, three other cars at home. You're hit by this idiot who was drinking and slammed into you and has no insurance. And so now you want to be able to collect from each insurance policy, and the policy had language in it that says you cannot stack these policies. Listen to that. You cannot stack these policies. It's right in the insurance policy. You can't do it. You can't add them up. That language doesn't work anymore. It's null and void. It's stricken. Even if it's in the policy, it's legally stricken. It doesn't apply any longer. Now, now, if you have separate policies, and Brad, you're a master at this. I've seen, I've seen you work it many, many times. So if you got separate policies, three other policies for those cars, what the insurance company next says, okay, okay, we can't use the anti-stacking language. We can't do that anymore, even though the language is in the policy. But we're going to call this, these other three policies on cars number one, two, and three, we're going to call that a single policy, and we're not going to let you stack it anyway. Yeah, be careful about what's happening, and you've got to watch it. Now, a lot of times, and I'm going to defend the agents a lot, somewhat on this, is that a lot of times the agents don't have a choice. They have to give the product that the company will sell. And a lot of times companies will try to put this kind of stuff in. First of all, any kind of anti-stacking language, you should take to court. You should be ready to take to court, and you should have a lawyer who's ready to take it to court if it's anti-stacking language. However, all of you can determine to what extent you might be able to stack because normally you can't stack within the policy. What does that mean? If you have two or three cars that are on the same policy that has one m- amounts of coverage for everything, you're not going to be able to stack those three cars to, in, uh, on top of each other because the policy is one policy. Now, if you have a policy for each one of those cars, now you have three separate policies. And a lot of times the, ins- the agents and the insurance companies will want to do this because they, 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 they rate the primary driver as someone different than the secondary driver, and they rate them differently. And so you're, they're charging different premiums, which would have been a different amount had they put all three cars on one policy. So they've got three different policies. Now the question is, do you have this UIM coverage on all three policies? Have you purchased it? It's not an anti-stacking language. It's have you purchased it. And if any of you want to know if you, if you have or haven't, if you're listening, go home or go, go to your drawer, pull out your, your deck pages. Take all the deck pages and line them up, all of them for all of your cars. Take a look at, for everybody who lives in the household, take a look at those deck pages and see, first of all, if you have where it says UIM, there will be a section for underinsured UIM on the deck page. That's the page that tells you what your coverage is and how much you're paying for everything. And it will identify whether or not you're paying a premium. If you're paying a premium, then you've got the right to stack those policies. If you don't pay a premium, if it says included, you might you want to call up your agent immediately and say, why did you do included? Because what you just did was take away my right to stack this policy and listen to your agent babble on about why they did that to you. And sometimes they're going to blame the company. Sometimes they're going to say, that's what we thought we could do for you. Sometimes they're going to say, well, we were doing it to keep your premium lower. And they're going to say, well, how much? I've actually seen where the premium is about a dollar and a half to put that extra $100,000 onto the policy and they don't do it. 
So you've got these multiple cars in the family, cars one, two, and three, right? So uh, a general guideline, and there's many exceptions, but the general guideline is if you have a separate insurance policy and deck sheet for car number one, and you pay a separate premium, then that's likely to be able to be stacked and added together. And same thing for car number two. If you have a separate insurance policy, a separate deck sheet, and you pay a premium for car number two, likely to be stacked and added. Where the danger comes in is if you just get one policy for four cars, one premium for four cars, and it usually says included, as Brad just said, then you don't have four separate coverages. You don't have. You just have one coverage. And it's too late after the accident happens to find out all about this. You can find out right now. You can come see us, 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. You go to our website, championsofthepeople.com, championsofthepeople.com. Let's kind of cover where we've come today. You got liability policies. You have umbrella policies. You have to find the insurance. You have to aggressively go after it. You can do it through insurance affidavits, non-insurance affidavits, sworn statements under oath, under oath about insurance coverages. You can you can get the actual policies and look at them. Then you can have umbrella policies. They usually never tell you about that. And then you get to the anti-stacking language. It doesn't work anymore, even if they have the language in the policy. They might tell you it has anti-stacking language in the policy. You need to tell them the law says you can't do that anymore. It's struck. It's null and void. It doesn't apply. It doesn't apply anymore. It doesn't work. So, Brad, so, you know, can you then take, in this example where you're hit by the drunk driver, can you then take and add the policies up? Let's say they each were $100,000 of UM, uninsured motorist coverage, three times, $100,000 plus $100,000 plus $100,000. Correct. You can, and you're going to be able to get an extra $300,000 worth of coverage available to you. Uh, that's very important when you start trying to recover against this drunk driver who chances are there wasn't much coverage or or if there isn't much coverage, you're going to be able to, as we talked to you before in other shows, rewrite the drunk driver's policy because now you put together your own coverage. You know, something to be said for if you are dealing with a company, let's say you've got farmers, and I'm not saying farmers does this, but let's say you've got farmers, and farmers insurance company said, your agent says, well, farmers won't do that. They won't write the policies in three separate ones, uh, your coverages, so that you can have the stacking. They don't like the stacking. They don't want you to have it. Well, then consider going to another insurance company. That's how simple it is. And maybe you want to keep one policy with farmers. You get into one policy with a state farm and one policy with a Geico. And maybe you want to have three separate policies. And you say, but I might lose my multiple car, my multiple insurance discount. Well, that's right. But guess what? They're not selling you the insurance you need to properly protect yourself. It'd be the same way as if you have a boat. And they say, well, we don't cover boats. You'd go somewhere else to get the boat coverage. You want to do this with your own UIM. If they say they just don't do that, then you've got to find the right places to get your coverage. I'm going to add a little bit of extra flavor to this example. This drunk driver that hits you, let's say the bar uh, got the driver intoxicated while he was visibly intoxicated under the Dram Shop Act. So now you can recover against the bar. The drunk driver had no car insurance, right? In our example, but you can recover against the bar, and the bar says, well, we don't have to pay because you had three uninsured motors policies to cover you $100,000 times three. You you go get the dram shop, the bar insurance money. You apply for and you get and, and apply for the UIM money for you and your family. And I can't tell you how many cases have come in our office and the, the people never considered, including some attorneys, have never even considered the dram shop money, the bar money, the insurance company and policy for the bar. You have to find the insurance. You have to find it. 
Bell and Pollock. You can call us anytime at 303-795-5900. We are glad to talk to you. We're glad to meet with you. We'll give you a free initial consultation. And as I said at the top of the show, it's not just for five or ten minutes. We have to make sure you understand what the situation is. You understand what your rights are so you can protect yourself. Bell and Pollock, our website, championsofthepeople.com, because we are your champions of the people. 303-795-5900. 303-795-5900. 